Blog Talk Radio. This is Dr. Ron here on Tuesday, February 9th, 2016. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening, and thank you for making time with Dr. Ron, the number one listen-to internet radio show here in Southwest Florida. So thank you, everybody, and welcome to all our new listeners. And today we're going to have a great show with Dr. Smith. Sorry to say, Dr. Carol King could not make it, but Dr. Smith will fill us in on all his new and exciting work. We are brought to you by LipoLite Naples and the Naples Cryo Spa. They're located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in Suite Number 6 in Naples, Florida. The phone number is 239-331-5886. Ladies and gentlemen, the Cryo Spa in Naples is the only private nitrogen chamber here in Southwest Florida and are the local Fox affiliate this Thursday night. That will be February 11th at 10 p.m. We'll do a 10-minute segment featuring Dr. Ron and the nitrogen chamber. So if you're in Florida, uh, take a listen and take a look. If you're not, it will be up on the website as soon as it's available on that website is cryonaples.com cryonaples.com so ladies and gentlemen at first you don't succeed they tell me skydiving may not be for you and they also tell me that light travels faster than sound that is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak well that's that's the joke for today ladies and gentlemen let's start off the show uh, talking about uh, BPA. We, we've talked about this in the past. This is the plastic. Uh, it, it actually, BPA-free is becoming a useless term right up there with the uh, Postal Service, uh, government intelligence, etc. cetera. Uh, you just about can't walk into a supermarket these days without seeing food packages and water bottles with labels promising they've ditched this phenol A, which is BPA. And it sure uh, took them long enough. Uh, you've been warned for years that this plastic hardener has been linked to everything from diabetes to birth defects to cancer. And that, but now scientists have proven that the chemical that's replaced BPA may be even more dangerous for your health. And if you have heart problems or know a woman who is expecting a baby, this is one warning you'll want to hear. It's like jumping from the fryer and pan into the fire. That's what one researcher had to say about bisphenol S. Remember, the other one was bisphenol A. This is bisphenol S, the toxic chemical that's taking its place in thousands of products. When most of us see BPA-free, no BPA on a label, we think it's an easy way to protect our families and keep ourselves safe. But it looks like that may not be true, not by a long shot. You see... 
we know that BPA can actually mimic estrogen in your body and can attack everything from your heart to your brain. It's even been linked to certain types of breast and prostate cancer. However, it turns out BPS is incredibly dangerous also, maybe more so. Two years ago, researchers in found that one part per trillion of BPS, the equivalent of one grain of salt dropped into an Olympic-sized pool, is enough to start killing your cells. Another study found that BPS can cause potentially serious heart arrhythmias. But as far as the risks of BPS are concerned, this latest research out of UCLA may be a clincher. It was reported in the journal Endocrinology, and the researchers looked at what happened to zebrafish when they were exposed to BPS. Now, a study on fish may not sound all that convincing, but scientists use zebrafish in research all the time because they're transparent and it lets them closely monitor embryos as they develop. And it turns out that just a little BPS was all it took to cause serious problems in brain development and even trigger permanent damage to reproductive systems. Does that sound familiar? These are the exact same issues scientists have been warning about with BPA for years. BPS isn't a better mousetrap. They've just replaced one poison with another. And it's not exactly like the FDA has found BPS safe either. They have even denied for years that there's any risks in BPA. So don't expect anything from them on BPS. Well, anyone that's pregnant or you have heart trouble, you need to stay clear of both P BPA and BPS. So what, what do we do? If possible, please only use glass or stainless steel for food store storage. Never, and I use the word never strongly, never microwave anything in plastic containers. They often have BPA and BPS that can leach right into your food. Trash the plastic water bottle, replace it with a stainless steel one. Okay, and if you, you don't know where to look, look in the camping section of, your, of a store. And be especially careful with canned foods. Some companies are ditching plastic liners altogether, but the best way to play it safe is to choose fresh or frozen foods when you can. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, we told you about how you can be exposed to both BPA and BPS, and you may not even know it. And that's by handling those thermal receipts from stores. The ink can contain either one of these toxins, and it can be absorbed right through your skin. Not taking a receipt, of course, is the best way to avoid it. But since many stores now give you the option of emailing one, you don't have to touch it at all. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, we keep trying to bring you the latest uh, information on what's happening out there. And, um, well, maybe we should just talk a little bit about the Zeta virus. Uh, let me just uh, go back here one second. And just see, uh, we're waiting for Dr. Uh, Smith, and just let me check my board. Okay, so that we got we have time to talk about the Zika virus. Well, you know this virus has been around for quite some time. Uh, it's not not, uh, not new to the planet. Uh, 
Um, and it could be a deadly virus, really, when it comes to America. And it is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Once the air warms and the ice thaws and the snow melts, you'll be left with the perfect breeding ground for mosquitoes, and this year's bugs might be the worst yet. The mosquitoes from Brazil are carrying a deadly Zika virus, which can cause, as you've heard on television, birth defects in babies, but it also uh, can cause a nervous system disorder in adults. And um, they're not talking too much about this right now, but Scott Weaver, director of the Institute for Human Infections and Immunity at the University of Texas Medical Branch in Galveston, told Vox, that's VOX News, that uh, it's probably coming this summer, and they won't just itch. They could cause a syndrome known as Guillain-Barre syndrome, which could lead to disability and paralysis. So one leading expert in Brazil, currently ground zero for this war on Zika, told the New York Times that being infected with this virus will increase your Guillain-Barre risk about 20 times. Uh, That's the newest risk of mosquitoes, but it's not the only one. Because West Nile is still out there causing lots of illnesses and deaths in the United States. It's particularly among seniors. And some mosquitoes are even spreading this chikungunya virus, which uh, can be cause crippling pain for months. So it's impossible to avoid mosquito bites altogether, even if you marinate yourself in DEET. Uh, your best bet is to get rid of all sources of standing water around your home and get your neighbors to do the same. Give them fewer places to breed and you'll have fewer bugs buzzing around you. Okay, so maybe this summer you want to have some citronella. Make sure all your windows and door screens are secured, don't have any holes in them. And uh, we've got to try and keep those little vampires away. I put an interesting blog about this. I'm going to summarize some of this before we go further. He waited a long while to uh, chime in on it, but he he states that, as most of you know, in Brazil, there's an epidemic of microcephaly. That's infants being born with tiny heads and many health problems associated with it. And, of course, as we said, this was first noted in Brazil. However, it is... Far from proving that Zika virus is causing the microcephaly, Dr. Brownstein does not think that Zika is causing the epidemic. The reason he doesn't think so is that Zika has been around for a long time. And why has microcephaly suddenly become epidemic in Brazil? And where are all the other cases of microcephaly where Zika virus is endemic? So Zika virus is spread to people through mosquito bites. The most common symptoms of the virus are fever, rash, joint pain, and conjunctivitis. That's those red eyes, ladies and gentlemen. The illness is usually mild with symptoms lasting for several days to a week, and severe disease can require requiring hospitalization. Really uncommon with this virus. This virus was first identified in Uganda in 1947 in rhesus monkeys, and outbreaks of Zika virus have been recorded in Africa, the Americas, Asia, and the Pacific. And Dr. Brownstein asked this question. Over the last 70 years, where are the cases of microcephaly in these Zika endemic areas? In the mainland U.S., 35 cases of Zika have been reported, and these are all travel-associated. There have been no locally acquired vector-borne cases reported. 
The CDC has issued travel warnings and recommended abstaining from sex if the male partner has traveled to a place where Zika is spreading. So Dr. Brownstein says something is causing microcephaly in Zika-infested Brazil. And it is interesting that the area where the residents are suffering with microcephaly, that's the small-headed babies, is the same area where 800,000 genetically modified mosquitoes were released to counter both dengue and Zika infections. Could there be a link to the release of these genetically modified mosquitoes? Kind of early to draw conclusions, but it's a, we have to consider all possibilities. What else could be causing the problem? Well, interestingly, Dr. Brownstein found out that pregnant women of Brazil were required to get a new vaccine, DTWP. That's the whole cell pertussis, the whooping cough vaccine. He's not saying it, but perhaps there is a problem with this new vaccine. But again, we have to ask the questions to find the correct answers. And this new vaccine contains aluminum hydroxide, which is a known neurotoxin that has no business being injected into any living being, however. And to be fair about it, as you know, you've been reading, there are a lot of vaccines in the United States that also contain aluminum. Dr. Brownstein has seen reports of pregnant Brazilian women who were encouraged to also receive the MMR vaccine. Are the D, uh, the whooping cough and MMR safe to give during pregnancy? That's his question. Nobody knows, as there has never been a randomized study to determine if it's safe or effective for pregnant women. Could the problem be caused by pesticides or other environmental toxins? He just brings these questions up so we you know don't jump to a, a, a vaccine uh, that may actually cause more problems. So his conclusions are, first, there's no reason for U.S. to panic. Zika is a relatively mild virus in most cases, and he's hoping that the proper research will be done to ascertain what has happened in Brazil. Uh, he wouldn't. He would still go to the Summer Olympics, Olympics, but he would take a lot of vitamin, vitamin C and iodine. So he's hoping the CDC doesn't pour all its energy in a vaccine against Zika until it's proven to be the cause of this epidemic. And if we're going to have a vaccine against Zika, perhaps we get a, could get a safe vaccine without the neurotoxins. I think it makes sense, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to uh, explore all possibilities and don't take the obvious for granted. That's, what, uh, that's how you get good research. Let's take a one-minute break uh, for an ad by Dr. Ron on his cryo spa, and we'll come back with Dr. Jerry Smith. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo Spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryo Spa is truly amazing technology. 
Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session. 239-658-COOL. 239-658-2665. Located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenations, Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, Dr. Ron down in Naples. And as I said, you can see him if you're in Southwest Florida on the local Fox affiliate at 10 o'clock where he will be interviewed uh, regarding the only private chamber here uh, that administers nitrogen to minus 240 degrees. Uh, It should be an interesting segment, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest today that uh, gets my adrenaline flowing, gets my heart rate pumped up. And uh, he he just is on the cutting edge of what uh, we could think of as a 21st or 22nd century of medicine. He has has just returned from Italy uh, and is on his way to Canada. He has lots of interesting uh, material to talk to us about. And uh, I'm going to introduce Dr. Jerry Smith. I'm going to let him tell you a little something about his background and what he's doing. And then uh, hang on for the ride. Dr. Smith. Thank you, Ron, for the opportunity to have me on. Uh, I'm uh, excited and, uh, you know, want to share some really beautiful experiences that I've recently had. Um, uh, You know, my background is dentistry, but I've kind of taken a detour and uh, actually got into chiropractic and nutrition and physical therapy. And, uh, you know, now we're exploring this whole electronic area with frequencies and um you know the universe provides for you i um met this wonderful woman carol kinds who uh is actually uh, part of my team now when we start to work with these um brain damaged children and other difficult cases introducing um what they call reconnective healing which you know i was actually ignorant i i really didn't have a background in that but the Carol has a you know an incredible background of nuclear medicine technologist and 22 years as a Qigong instructor and a reconnective healing uh, certified practitioner and she's kind of opened my eyes to a whole new world. So when we look at these patients, you know, give you an example, um, we had this poor fellow up in uh, Toronto that I recently saw, early 50s, was a good Samaritan, stopped on the side of the road to help a woman who had a what appeared to be a breakdown, but it was a it was a setup, and a, a gang of thugs beat the living daylights out of this poor guy and almost killed him. You know, fractured bones in his skull and everything, and the, and the poor guy was left with tremors, and to the point where his wife had a button his sh- uh, shirt. You know, he couldn't dress himself, and the, the the conventional medicine wanted to put electrodes in his brain with a battery pack under the skin to control the tremors. So anyway, so Carol was with me and uh, when I did the exam, and she did the reconnective healing. And the reconnective healing is, like, really mind-blowing. Um, it basically connects the innate intelligence of the body to the full spectrum of frequencies and the intelligence of the universe. And it, it may sound airy-fairy, but, you know, this whole planet is is encircled with scalar or morphogenic field. And, and these practitioners have learned how to tap into this magical field 
So the long and short of it is uh, Carol did her therapy, and then I did a cranial adjustment on this fellow. And immediately afterwards, he said, my tremors are gone. I mean, this is unbelievable. Like, I'm ready to get the white tent out and have a Baptist revival meeting, Ron. (laughs) Amen. That is really incredible. I mean, every time you talk about these these cases, I just just go, incredible, incredible. Yeah, yeah, well, it's even worse. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, just continue. It's really fascinating. Yeah, well, my my second patient was actually the dentist um, who is practice I work out of in Toronto. And he was complaining to me several years ago that he had tremors in his in his hand, in his right hand, when he would write or use the, uh, the high-speed hand piece. And, and, in fact, he was seriously contemplating uh, going left-handed, which to me is pretty damn amazing feat, especially in dentistry. But anyway, so he, he pleaded with me to please, you know, take a look at him when I was there back in November. And so I set time aside in my schedule. And, uh, again, Carol uh, did her reconnective healing and discovered some really interesting uh, incidents in his uh, past history. When he was in high school, he went to a trip in uh, Italy uh, from Poland. And um, he just had some really psychological trauma from that exposure that he had with seeing these people that are wealthy and he was just eating candy bars and soda he you know didn't have that much money um but anyway and and he you know had this psychological block that you know he could never get to that high level of economic success but so the long and short of it is he also had orthodontics done and cranially he had strain patterns in his skull and his bite was off so, again, Carol did the energetic correction, and then I adjusted his cranium and then put a shim, the thickness of a sheet of typing paper, on the lower left second molar and gave him full contact on on those two teeth. He, he comes running back to me. He says, Jerry, he said, my tremor is totally gone. I mean, just like instantaneous, like you threw a switch. And it just got me so excited that, you know, with a combination of energetic healing with the the fields around the individual and then the structural uh, stability uh, putting it together. I mean, it's just, I think there's no better team around, you know, uh, to do this kind of technology. I I think it's really great. And Jerry, why don't you, maybe if you can, and I know you can, if you would, uh, just explain a little bit more about this cranial technique that you use and, uh, maybe something about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system as it relates to to the mouth and teeth? Sure. Uh, Basically, the human skull is parasympathetic. And uh, And just explain what that is, the parasympathetic. Basically, uh, we have a gas pedal and brakes in our body. And the sympathetic is like putting the gas pedal down and your motor races. So like if someone darts out in front of your car and you jam on the brakes, your mouth gets real dry, your heart starts to beat, you know, your pupils dilate, you know, that's the reaction of sympathetic. Parasympathetic is when you're eating, you know, your saliva starts flowing, your pupils constrict, um, you know, your, your intestines start to move the food down. So that's the braking system of the body. And embryologically, what's really fascinating, your front teeth, your canine to canine eye tooth to eye tooth, 
uh, embryologically developed from the neural tube, uh, which gives rise to your sympathetic nervous system. Your uh, bicuspid teeth and molar teeth uh, develop from neural crest cells, which gives rise to the parasympathetic. So you can see neurologically the mouth has its own structural um, uh, signaling for the autonomic nervous system control. So the, the cranial mechanism, the cranial bones, is parasympathetic. The pelvis is parasympathetic. And the thoracolumbar, your spine area, uh, is all sympathetic. So there's your yin and yang and your balance of your nervous system. So uh, when things get out of whack with the bite, it puts strain patterns into the cranial sutures. Now, uh, sutures are expansion contraction joints, just like you build a bridge, a road, a building. There has to be a sway pattern. There has to be expansion contraction or else the structures will break. The human skull is no different. But what, a fi- what we're finding is that when the bite is malocluded or misaligned, the strain pattern prevents the plates of the skull from moving. So a perfect example is someone who has a locked skull. They take off in an airplane. They go up. They get nauseous and throw up. The plane descends. They get nauseous and throw up. The person who says, I could tell when a storm's coming two days before because I get a migraine headache. Well, when you get barometric pressure changes or when you get pressure changes in the cabin of an airplane, the skull, if it cannot expand and contract to accommodate those pressure changes, triggers off the parasympathetic nervous system, and the juices start to flow, and that's why you get nauseous. So that's, in a Cliff Notes version, uh, what's going on. And and this is what uh, you do with your, your cranial treatment. Is that correct? And these sutures are like the, you know, when you have a small baby and they have the soft spot, but all around it is the head is very pliable. Is is this what your wire technique, and you you could, you could explain it better than I can, is that what it, it, it uh, adjusts? Well, yeah, there's uh, two components. One, you could do uh, manipulation with your hands. And it's a very gentle technique. It's it's basically energetic. And in fact, um, what kind of well, let me give you a little interesting story. Uh, patient of mine, I did a cranial adjustment. Three days later, she gave birth to a, a beautiful little boy. And the poor child was crying for the first four days, just screaming its head off. And of course, the doctor said, "Oh, you got a colicky baby. Well, wonderful. What are you supposed to do? You know, put earplugs in and, and live like that." So on the fifth day, they brought the child to me. And, you know, someone said affectionately, whoever designed the birth canal never went through it. It's pretty darn torturous. So I adjusted a little baby's head, and he shut up. He was quiet. You know, a child doesn't have a vocabulary. He can't speak. He only knows crying. If something's not right, he's screaming. He's in pain. So when you go through the birth canal and and the skull bones get jammed up, it, it causes pain because there's nerve endings within the, the sutures. And all I did was gently release them with an energy technique. And that was like 24 years ago. So, you know, that's one cause of colicky uh, situations. The other one, unfortunately, when people get uh, braces, you know, orthodontics, oh, my God, it, it, it's really a crapshoot. People have no clue what the heck's going on, especially with the dentist. They start jiggling teeth around, Ron, and making them look straight, but the foundation's crooked. Wow, that's I never thought of that. So, what are the, what are the consequences of of an incorrect uh, uh, cosmetic bracing? Well, the consequences are 
you lose your quality of life. I mean, I recently, if you go on my website, icnr.com, under the case studies, the 65th case study deals with a, a young woman that was starting orthodontic treatment in her home uh, state of Minnesota. Um, and the bottom line was the dentist, you know, wasn't following uh, physiologic principles and adjusting the appliance, and, and it twisted her head, literally. So anyway, she found me and, you know, flew in. And um, in five months, I literally, you know, restored her quality of life. You, you just can't expand the palate um, without monitoring what you're doing to the, the plates in the skull because when you put a twist in the skull, it affects the whole central and autonomic nervous system and your spine. It, it's a slinky. It's all connected. So, you know, next time you go to a dentist and you're contemplating orthodontics, I mean, boy, you better find out if they – you know, have any skill level with with the cranial mechanism because they could um, send you down the toilet, literally. Well, that's that's really interesting. You mentioned about this the palate because I met a young boy, 13 years old, recently in uh, my grandson's soccer team, and he had a, a screw like appliance in his upper in his palate, and his parents were turning it so much a day and whatever because his uh, uh, I guess his teeth were too narrow or his jaw was too narrow, so it. That type of appliance, then uh, they, they that those parents should be monitoring him in what respect, besides well, the fact that they're expanding the palate. Yeah, here's the problem with those type of appliances. Number one, uh, majority of them have like plastic that forms the roof of the appliance and it fits up into the palate. Well, when you have a, a restrictive structure like that type of a, an appliance, and you start widening the appliance, the bones of the skull cannot really accommodate to those pressures uh, adequately because it's physically locked by that plastic across the palate. So in mm. essence, like one side of the head of the maxilla locks up and the other side twists. And, the you know, perfect example, had a young woman, eight years old uh, girl, and she couldn't read her, her school books and couldn't compute simple math, you know, at eight years old. And the orthodontist had one of these rapid power expanding devices in there, and of course, to turn it and all. And the mother, she said, I knew innately that something was not right, but you know, you're in the practice. All the other kids are doing the same thing when you go in for the office visit, and you figure, oh, look, it's standard of care. That's the way it is. Long story short, he wouldn't take out the appliance because he didn't want to lose nine months of expansion. So the mother says, What am I going to do? I said, Look, if you give me permission, I'll remove it. I removed the appliance. I adjusted the little girl's head. Two weeks later, the mother comes back and said, my daughter read 58 pages in her school book and can compute math now. Wow. So it, it messes up the whole sensorium, the whole brain power, the, the frontal lobe, the, the circulation, the neurons, the functionality of the, of the human being. And, and these dentists, they don't, they don't connect the dots. Well, let, let's just say that it, it, it's not 100% that it would do that. Is that correct or not? Is there, or well, is there always it, a consequence? You know, uh, there's always a, you know, like attorneys say, you got to have wiggle room when you go into a legal case. Dentists have wiggle room to a certain extent. That, that's adaptability. I call it the physiologic adaptive range. Every human being has a certain range of adaptability, but you start to push that envelope beyond that adaptive capacity. You know, the human body rebels. It just, you get symptoms, neck pain, so back pain. Okay, that's what my next question was going to be. What type of symptoms would would, would a, a parent look for in a, in a child with this type of appliance? 
Well, you know, the headaches, and then, of course, the dentist comes back with their, uh, you know, uh, reply, oh, it has nothing to do with what I'm doing. But in reality, because they don't recognize the problem, you know, another very interesting case, I had an osteopath that was referred to me uh, from Virginia yesterday, and the poor guy's had a year and a half of of treatment with this so-called ALF appliance, but the practitioner, who I happen to know personally who's doing it, is, is knowledgeable and all, but doesn't have the skill level in the cranial aspect. So here's an osteopath. He's got right hip pain, right knee pain, and the swollen ankle on the right side. Okay, and this thing's dragging on for a year and a half. <coughs> Excuse me. So I, you know, examine his head, and the motion is reversed. In other words, when he breathes in, the skull's going in the wrong, wrong direction. So I corrected that. I then took his appliance out and, and made a correction on that to take a strain pattern out of his skull. I adjusted his right hip. Okay, and he had one finger that was subluxated, and I I popped that into position. So the bottom line is, before treatment, I tested his upper cervicals. And on the left side, C1 and 2, atlas and axis, were subluxated or out of alignment, and he had lost strength when he would bite down on the left arm. After I corrected it, the cervical vertebrae on the right side were perfectly normal. The right knee had no pain, and he also had sciatic pain, which totally disappeared after I corrected the cranium and the acetabulum or hip area. He said, I, he called me today, he said, Jerry, I, I can't believe it. He said, I drove for three hours to go home. I had no swelling in my ankle, in my leg. Wow. All right, so so what is the take-home message for our listeners? I mean, uh, obviously, they could go to ICNR.com and, and check you out and see where you're located. But what, what options do they have except hopping on a plane and going to see you? Well, the options are do your homework. I mean, people spend more time planning a surprise party for their spouse than they do their own health. I mean, and that's pretty frightening, Ron. The key in the equation here is that you got – issues and you want to do your homework so that you can interpret what the practitioner is going to be telling you. Uh, don't think that all these people have the highest level of knowledge, uh, whether it be dentists, chiropractors, podiatrists, surgeons, whatever. you got to do your homework. See the options that are available. Get some a, a database of knowledge so you can understand some of the terms. And then ask questions. You know, Don't be embarrassed. I mean, geez, you hire a plumber electrician, right, to come into your house. The guy gives you an estimate. He looks at the problem. He gives you a potential solution. And if you don't like what he's doing, you fire him. Well, if you go to the doctor and he's giving you medication after medication and it's not working, do you think it's time to fire him? I mean, that's my philosophy. Well, I agree. And 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 the first show we did of 2016, my advice to our listeners was to be more active and proactive in their care. Ask questions, doubt, do not be satisfied if you're not satisfied. So th- this goes right along with everything that we're we're talking about on the uh, Rejuvenations Health Radio, uh, Doctor Smith. Um, it's really incredibly interesting, but I, I'm, I also have uh, an interest in what you're doing with the, is, is the CyberScan bioresonance t- or field control therapy type of treatment. I'm really interested in this, uh, in your CyberScan uh, practice. Well, yeah, the CyberScan is really revolutionary in the sense that 
it has an enormous database of frequencies. So, for example, <clears throat> everything on the planet vibrates at a signature frequency, uh, mercury, uh, streptococcus, uh, cytomegalovirus, they all have a specific frequency at which they vibrate. So in using the uh, Tesla coil, which has been modified, which is inside the CyberScan unit, you place your palm of your hand on this uh, coil, and it literally reads the, the energetic field of your body. It then has a very sophisticated software program where it compares your energy pattern excuse me, with that of the, the 108,000 electromagnetic signatures in the database. So it literally will pick out the stressors, those factors that are causing your problem. There's no blood test in the world that will have that capability. And what was fascinating when Carol and I were up in uh, Tuscany, we were working on these brain-damaged children, she would go in and uh, work with the parents because, you know, one of the interesting things with, with frequencies uh, is that you could have distortions um, transferred into a child from the parents, even like from preconception, which sounds like, you know, kind of off-the-wall stuff, but it's, it, it's a true. These energetic patterns get transferred to the child, and the child can manifest with specific symptoms because of these, uh, uh, you know, uh, emotional distortions. So um, Carol would then work on these the parents and also the children, and then I would do the cyber scan. And what was fascinating, uh, we were picking up, uh, like, parasites and vaccine hmm. issues, um, you know, just uh, infections, uh, you know, psychological traumas and different things. <clears throat> so we would then make up uh, a solution of, of uh, saline with the healing frequencies and then give them to the, the parents so that they can put into the child's mouth. And um, we also, it, it analyzes the EMFs. Now, most people may be not familiar with electromagnetic frequencies, EMFs, but that encompasses like Wi-Fi and telephone signals. These things create dehydration of the human body. And, and it's not talked about on 11 o'clock news. So, I mean, you literally can drink three yeah. gallons of water. It doesn't mean you're hydrating. Exactly. You know, uh, Dr. Smith has been on the, the, the program a few other times. And one th time we had a discussion even about the new electronic uh, electric meters. And uh, on a personal note, my wife and I were having trouble sleeping. And after our conversation, I had the Florida Power and Light come out and take that meter out and put one in that has to be read. But like overnight, overnight without making any other change, boom, back to our normal sleeping pattern. So uh, there's a lot of things that aren't talked about and we're taken for granted. And sometimes we don't even know to ask because uh, we don't have the information. So uh, we are bombarded uh, with uh, electronic fields. And there's an antennasearch.com or antennasearch.org uh, where you can see how many antenna that are uh, putting out frequencies in your area. Here where I'm located in southwest Florida, within 10 miles of my home, there's 200 of them, 200 of them. So it's incredible. So these are uh, areas that we probably don't talk enough about. The, uh, these, you can't see them. You can't smell them. And sometimes you worry why you're having so much fatigue. 
but it could be the MFs. Uh, am I on, on online with that, Dr. Smith? You're absolutely on target, Ron. And the other interesting things that um, you know many practitioners don't take into consideration is uh, we have antennae in our body. For example, if you have a, a gold crown or you have a titanium implant or you have a, a metal partial, well, these actually act as antennae. Uh, attracting the EMFs into your body at a, at a higher rate, uh, even like orthodontic braces, which are metal. It's an antenna. Um, so, you know, these things that are taken for granted as being innocuous, you know, are actually uh, contributing to the, the whole disease process because it's throwing the, the body's energy pattern out of balance. Exactly. And if if, if someone could... Uh, wanted to be an entrepreneur, a fatigue clinic would be incredible with uh, people still having mercury fillings in their mouth, with having different appliances and different galvanic currents being created in the mouth and everything that's around them. Uh, I think I think a lot of people could feel a lot better, have a lot more energy if they knew about EMFs and, and the consequences of being exposed to them, sometimes 24-7. Well, you know, another you know, right-in-your-face type of issue is the poor quality of the food. You know, we're putting dead food into our body, which has no energy because it's all synthetic fertilizers and uh, the radiation that's going on, and then they spray them with all these uh, fluoride type of pesticides. And, you know, the darn fluoride, people don't, uh, you know, understand the physiology of the fluoride, but it, it interrupts the electron transfer in the mitochondria. The mitochondria are kind of like the little, it looks like an Idaho potato. And it's a structure yeah. in the cell, and it produces ATP, adenosine triphosphate, which is energy. It's kind of like a nuclear power plant. And the fluoride interferes with that electron transfer to make the energy in the cell. And that's one of the reasons why you get fatigued. And it, it just, but you don't think of, oh, your toothpaste is causing you fatigue because yeah. they're telling you how it's stopping tooth decay and it's the most wonderful thing since sliced bread. Right. So uh, these are things that, that you know, uh, you, you don't hear every place. You don't hear it on the nightly news. You hear it here on the Rejuvenation South Radio. And, and I'm sure there's some other shows on Block Talk Radio that talk about it. But this is what you have to do, ladies and gentlemen. You have to listen to shows like this uh, and get educated. Learn about EMF. See what you can do. Take your best shot at it, you know, and uh, uh, learn about uh, the different uh there's cages, there's material. If you're building a house that can be used uh, to decrease uh, your your absorption of these electromagnetic fields. Um, so there's lots of high-frequency radio waves, right, that transmit information, uh, whether it's TV antennas, radio stations, or how about mobile phone bases, even the, the phones in our house. Uh, so, They're the uh, worst. They're worse than the cell phones. They're 900 megahertz. And they have the base station, and boy, uh, I, I got rid of mine. I just threw them the heck out, I'll tell you. Um, once you start to understand, you know, the factors that can uh, impact adversely your health, you know, those that you have control over, you, you better get proactive and correct it because, uh, unfortunately, these other issues, we, we don't have control. We can't tear down, you know, the um, telephone towers. So right. next best thing is, like, with the cyber scan. We literally have the ability to imprint uh, and analyze the EMFs that may be directly impacting on your health. And then we imprint the corrective frequencies onto a magnetic strip of a credit card-sized plastic card. 
and you literally put it under your mattress while you sleep, or you could carry it with you. Like we have some parents that know about Wi-Fi and that it literally sterilizes the, the, the children in the elementary school. I mean, this is all documented. You know, Barry Trower is a retired physicist from the U.K., and he also worked as a weapons expert for MI5 in, in England. And he, you go on YouTube, look him up. He'll give you the facts from the government. This is not maybe if airy-fairy stuff. This is hardcore science. So we make these little EM, uh, EE cards for the children to that they wear in their in their pocket, you know, during the school hours to protect them against the Wi-Fi. Right. I think this is all just great information, ladies and gentlemen. And as uh, information you're not going to read in your local newspaper or Wall Street Journal and so forth, uh, you really have to listen to shows like this. And uh, Dr. Smith and I will be back uh, and talk about uh, EMF at a, at, a, at another date, and uh, we'll, we'll let you know. Uh, I just want to take a break and just remind everyone that next week – uh, we'll have uh, Phil Safer on the program. Uh, he is the inventor and marketer of a product that makes colloidal silver. And really, colloidal silver is uh, the antibiotic of the future. In fact, there's just some recent research that we'll talk about next week where colloidal silver makes uh, 26 antibiotic drugs more effective. So that's if you, know, if you don't want to give up, or your doctor doesn't want to give up the antibiotics, it makes them more effective. And that's not saying that uh, you should take antibiotics, but if you're on it and you want to get off them quickly, we'll talk about the colloidal silver, how it can be used by itself as a nasal spray, as an inhalation, uh, mix it with a gel, and uh, either you know you can buy it or we'll give you a, a way to, uh, to uh, make it. So that's next week, uh, 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Uh, we'll be talking about colloidal silver. And I know Dr. Smith told me something that I had forgotten about, and I'll let him tell you about milk. Well, the bottom line, um, the old dairy farmers would put a silver dollar in the bottom of the milk cans. <laughs> and because no no bacteria can grow in there in the presence of silver. And then you, you look at the Orientals that had silverware. There was a purpose for it. The bacteria can't grow on the silver. It's bactericidal. And that is, it's really crazy how, you know, we, uh, we we have to go backwards to go forwards. And I had a quote here, uh, Dr. Smith. Medicine has failed in the care of chronic diseases. None of the types of research or clinical trials have made a difference because we have not identified a cause. And that's what's so interesting about bioresonance and cyberscan uh, treatment because we can maybe now – have a way to get to the cause of the problem, not just use the Band-Aid and treat the symptom. Like I, I am so tired of hearing you have hypercholesterolemia. Well, that high cholesterol is a symptom. It is a blood test that is high that the drug companies have made into a, a disease. It's not a disease. It's a result of chronic inflammation. And uh, and so you know, once we find out what the what's causing the inflammation, we can get that cholesterol down normally, and that's that's why Dr. Smith intrigues uh, my interest so much because he's trying to get and to the root cause of the problem. And once you know the cause, you can correct it, and you get a, a re you really get a cure. You just don't get a band aid. Well, Ron, you uh, know, he, 
yeah, this really got me excited too. Is, you know, Carol has opened up my eyes to this whole area of this energetic field being distorted. And this is, you know, lip service is paid to this. You know, you go to hospitals and they have their so-called, um, you know, integrative clinics and all. But it's just um, fluff. It, it's smoke and mirrors, basically. But the key here is that, you know, Carol's taught me a very important thing, is that if you don't remove that psychological uh, baggage, you know, you can't get rid of the cancer. You can't get rid of the disease. You can't get rid of these weird symptoms. And I think it's so important that people understand is you have to take a global approach to the whole healing uh, issues. And uh, I don't know if, if you mind, but I wanted to give out her number because I'm so excited oh, about please, the work that she does. Please do it. Yeah, it's 904-998-9930. That's 904-998-9930. Let me interrupt a second because I'm looking at my board here, which I haven't looked at, and I see a 998. Carol, are, are, can you talk? Uh, she might. Yeah, she was she was. She, yeah, she was on for a while. I guess uh, yeah. she's, her voice has I can, failed her. I can talk. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> I've got a, a bit of a cold. I would say that I'm decoding right now. <laughs> Okay, we're going to let you decode. We're not going to let you strain your vocal cords, but uh, we are going to have you back uh, uh, and and talk about it because uh, I think the combination uh, uh, of you and Dr. Smith working together is incredibly effective. So we definitely need to hear from you, and uh, uh, but we don't we don't want you to strain yourself. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't want to strain your ears trying to hear me either. So. No problem. So uh, uh, That's, give, that, um, give that information um, out again, Jerry. Sure. It's uh, area code 904-998-9930. And that's Carol. And, and okay. what, you know what's really fascinating? That you know, Carol actually can do her services by remote so that let's say you're living in you know miami or wherever or kansas you don't have to fly in this technology can be it's not technology but this technique can be provided at a distance in fact what carol was telling me is that the farther away you are from the source of the healer the the more powerful the the technique becomes wow well I know it's that Carol. My, my furthest clients in New Zealand, and so uh, it doesn't seem to make a difference how far it is. That is great, and I know that she always had. She had the last time a disclaimer that she's not giving medical advice, but but we will have her on to give us her experience <laughs> and some ideas what to do uh, to get better. And uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. You know, uh, fifty-two minutes into the hour, uh, and. Uh, we just had to. I mean, we could just keep going, and we we could keep going. But in order to uh, let Carol get some rest and Doctor Smith get some dinner, uh, we're going to just uh, have him come back, and maybe he'll come back next week and talk a little bit with uh, Phil Safer about colloidal silver. I think that's another important natural treatment that we should all be aware of, and uh, just be knowledgeable about it, knowledgeable about it. Do your research. Do your homework. And see if it, uh, you want to give it a try. Uh, Dr. Smith's uh, uh, website is ICNR. Is that .com, Jerry? Yes. ICNR.com. Uh, go there. It's a, you know, he, I think he has some products there. He has case histories. And uh, we will definitely have him back on the program. 
Uh, any closing comments, Jerry? Well, I think medicine is, is uh, transitioning into vibrational medicine. I think the work that Carol does with reconnective healing is so powerful. The cyber scan technology, the, the colloidal silver, which, which is actually frequencies. Uh, it, it's killing the bugs without killing the body, you know. And um, I think this is where we're headed. And the other kind of wild thing that I, I'll share with you and your listeners, I, this technology has enabled me to clone things. For example, you know, the FDA is taking a lot of wonderful products off the market because they work. You know, they just don't want them available to the masses. But you literally can clone a, a substance and imprint the energetic field into a database and then transfer that database into water and drink it and get the same effect. Hmm. Wow. That is really interesting. We need to talk about that. Yeah. We definitely have to talk about that. And we have to talk about something that I, I used when I was in practice and have completely uh, uh, forgot about was Willard's Water. Were you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. I still got some on my shelf <laughs> in the back there. That I mean, maybe he, water has yeah. the minerals. But yeah, yeah. Maybe he was onto something. Maybe that from those deep wells. Maybe he had some energy in that water that that he was using. On he started out with burns and then uh, a lot of other detoxification uh, methods. Doctor Willard. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Brings back memories. Willard's water. I. <laughs> that dark black water from the coal mines. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking. Uh, with Dr. Jerry Smith out of Pennsylvania and his uh, uh, partner in, in treating people, the Carol Kine, uh, but she has, uh, she will we'll have her back. She has a little problem with her voice today, so we're not going to force her to talk. Uh, if uh, you're, you like what you heard today and you, you want to listen to it again, uh, all these shows are archived at uh, blogtalkradio.com. You can either put in Dr. Smith's name, put in my name, Dr. Ron, Rejuvenations Health Radio, you'll get to the site, and you can listen to any one of these shows uh, as a podcast uh, at your convenience. Uh, I want to thank Dr. Smith for his time. Uh, he's a busy man. Uh, he's always thinking, always in the forefront. I really enjoy uh, speaking with him, and uh, we will uh, have a time when he will come back, and we will talk more, more about EMF. Uh, we did we did talk about that in the past uh, when he was on, but we should do more about that uh, because uh, that is a, you know, like hypertension. They used to say is a silent killer. Well, EMF is all around us. It could be silently and is silently affecting our health. So, Dr. Smith, thank you so much. Uh, God bless, and uh, hope to. Uh, I know you're going to be traveling, uh, but we'll uh, arrange a time for you to come back on. Is that okay? Thank you so much for inviting me, and I, I look forward to uh, our little interview. Well, Dr. Smith, thank you again. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, So, we will have him back on. I just want to close with a couple of little things here. I want to just I know there's a lot of people on, on levothroxin. I, not that I believe in it. That, but uh, you know, we'll and we'll talk about natural forms of thyroid. But did you know that there's a lot of interactions that either reduce the absorption or or it changes uh, the effect of levothyroxine uh, and acids, uh, drugs that can reduce its absorption. You know, and acids, iron supplements, paraffin. Uh, 
cholesterol that lowers cholesterol by increasing the conversion of cholesterol to bile acids, antibiotics like Cipro, Levaquin, okay, drugs that are used to treat osteoporosis like Evista. I don't believe in them, but just you should know that if you're on those, that's going to reduce your absorption of your thyroid medication. And then there's drugs that increase its metabolism. And what happens then? Then you have lower blood levels, right? And they are mainly drugs used to treat seizures or anti-epileptic drugs like Tegretol, uh, Trileptol, et cetera. And you can find these on a site called worstpills.org, worstpills.org. And there's a, a, a natural treatment called St. John's Wort. It's also an enzyme inducer. And one study found that it may increase levothyroxine metabolism. So it's going to make it get out of your system faster. And the serotonin reuptake inhibitors like uh, Zoloft get rid of it really quickly. And there's other drugs that bind up the, the, the thyroid medication. And that's mainly your, your estrogens. Okay, and then uh, as we stated at the beginning of the subject, maybe the BPAs, which are estrogen-like, the plastics. So you really have to be careful with those. Of course, warfarin can interact with levothyroxine, but the results can range from negligible to life-threatening. So you really need to talk to your doctor if you're on levothyroxine, maybe from one doctor and getting Coumadin from another. I just wanted to bring that to your attention because I think it's important we take these drugs and we're not always... uh, uh, cognizant of, of, of interactions uh, and uh, you know, knowledge is power, and that's what we try and do here on, on Rejuvenation's Health Radio. So, worstpills.org, and you can see that list. I uh, will talk next week about great health because we're going to tell you about uh, how to be successful, and we'll talk about colloidal silver. Uh, maybe and Dr. Smith can uh, call in next week. He's in the has a wealth of knowledge, and uh, we'll have a, a very knowledgeable chiropractic neurologist in addition to a functional medicine physician. And we have a only single private nitrogen chamber here in South Florida. So we encourage you to look at it. I think it's some valuable information. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to sign up now. I want to thank all of our listeners because I do have an attitude of gratitude for all of our listeners. Every week, it's just, it, it, it is very humbling to see how many people listen to this, take the time out of their day to listen to the show. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you, and I'll see you next week. The end of the show done here. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron have left the building. Thank you for listening to Rejuvenation Health Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. See you next week. Ciao.